is the Women on the Edge of Attainment podcast. There will be women, too, some edge, but we are not edgy. And we're pretty sure there'll be no attainment, no fear of that. With me, Lorne Bowman. And me, Osnat Krupnik Maas. Okay, here we go. Just remind me not if I get excited to lean back. Yeah, because I would... Oh, she's about to be excited. <laughs> I'll be able to predict it and then take a decision to put a stop to it. Nice. I know, I know. Nice. Um, nice. You're going to predict? Oh, wow. Yeah, nice. I have this skill of predicting when people are about to get excited. Right. So, as you might have guessed, today's show is about decisions. Yeah, we have made a decision. Oh, actually, we didn't decide it. We just rolled with it. We di- I don't roll with anything. I'm hopeless at rolling with anything. What are you talking about? Tell me what I rolled with. With decision. Oh, you mean the topic? Yeah. Oh, because it happened organically. That's fine. That's rolling with. Oh, I never knew. It makes sense. But I hadn't thought about it like that. <gasps> I did something. You should of... see her facial expression when she says it. She tries to. No, I really did it. Working out. Carry on. No, but I so, really didn't think that rolling so, with it was organic, like, yeah. until this moment. So what did you think was rolling with it? Uh, rolling with it was rolling with what was happening, like, being but cool about this it. This is organic. You are rolling yeah, with it and you are... I don't feel like I'm wrong. being cool. You are not. <laughs> However, you rolled with it. <laughs> My God. <laughs> Good to know I'm not cool. Who wants to be cool? So, would you say the way you make decisions now is... Okay, I'll reword that. The way you made decisions when you were 15 and the way you make decisions now, are they... No, terrible question. I'm trying to... smoke in the room, she's thinking. (laughs) No, I... Edit. Um, I'm just thinking of how to... I'm supposed to be the one that's editing, although I still have fights with the editing uh, software. However, I might leave it in. There you go. Yeah, but I get to listen before we send it out. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The, The thing I want to ask is... Has the way you make decisions changed over the years? Probably not. So, okay, so what I'm trying to ask is, like, do you, little, okay, there's there's how you make small decisions, like, I'm going to eat ice cream or I'm not, and there's big decisions like starting a business think, and buying a house. Yeah, you have different ways of doing that. My, yeah, of course. No, you don't. The funny thing is... You don't have different ways. No, you you don't. I think the process of the it, it how much time you waste on it. And funnily enough, this is what I think. When most people, and I see it around it, if you want to buy a TV, which mm. is an expense, mm-hmm. however, not a big expense, mm-hmm. roughly, even if it's a thousand pounds TV, we are not talking about something. It's a moderate expense, but when I do spend a thousand, if I ever no, should spend no. a thousand pounds wait, on a t-shirt, wait. a t-shirt, sorry, a, a TV. <laughs> no, but that's what I'm saying. When you look at a thousand pounds, it's a lot of money on one hand. On the other hand, it's not uh, life-defining. It's a fucking TV. People sometimes can spend months, months on checking out different models and then reading that a newer one... Okay. Uh, wait, wait. <laughs> you keep disturbing me. It's my job to disturb you and cut you off. This is my culture. I'm from the Middle East. I cut off people and don't listen. You, you grew up in a very, 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 what will the neighbors say, family, Jewish family. You should let me speak. There no, we go. I, I just have a question. Yes. Um. Do you not think that those people who deliberate over buying a TV or over de- deliberate over a decision might enjoy the deliberation? Yeah, definitely. However, the same people, the same people, because you know the TV won't go away. So you take your time, you enjoy your research, whether it's of value or not. You enjoy the whole process. 
you're now about to buy a house. It's the biggest expense you'll ever, ever have in your life. However, you come, you have a viewing of five minutes, half an hour, doesn't matter. You have half an hour and you need to make a decision because if you don't make this decision to buy this property that you liked and you have only half an hour to decide, somebody else would buy and then you'll, you'll wallow in it. So, funnily enough, when it comes to property and where we live, we make a decision to purchase it way quicker and within less time of seeing the product than a fucking TV. I find that frightening. But it is like this. People really take the time and, oh, and what this will yeah, because they enjoy that. that. Not necessarily. Sometimes it looks like the suffering is the enjoyment. But I'm yes. saying, you want to buy a house, you you make a decision, I'm going to buy a house. Oh, not me, you know, grow mm-hmm. up, I'm going to buy a property, I go in, I see this flat, I see this house. Oh, I like it. The vibe here is good. I'm going to put in an offer. What the fuck? Half an hour. I do kind of wonder, why aren't we trying the shower? Why aren't we looking no, at the half No, in this half hour, when mm-hmm. I go and see a property, even if it's rental, doesn't matter what, I always, when I go into the kitchen, I turn on the taps, I go to the toilet and I flush, I turn on the ta- The taps I always turn. I, I really I think that, that but you still, should write a guide on that. I don't think everybody does that. I know. However, I do. No, but, but I think you can share your, your that knowledge. That would be a very thin book because it would have... I didn't say a book. I said no. a, like a, I mean a, like a blog post. It's going to be, it's not even going to be a paragraph. It's just going to be turn on and off all the taps in the house that you are looking into, whether it's rental or a purchase. Thank you. Wait, you said flush the toilet. Yeah. All okay. the water. Okay. All the, anything related to water. Yeah. Uh, would you want to see the boiler? Yeah, but if I look at the boiler, it means nothing. And if I see the property when it's summer, yeah. what the fuck do I do? And when I, t- when I turn on the taps, I turn on the hot water. Ooh, this is, blog post is getting a bit longer. We are edging a paragraph. <laughs> we are edging a paragraph. Would you check if the stairs creak? Everything creaks in the UK. Trust me, even if okay. it's cement, it creaks. I don't know how it happens here. And we are wired to look at things a certain way as well. Because of the place we grew up, the area, it's more, I think, environmental. So rather it's, than it's, I, I want a better word. It's coloured, What? how we see things is coloured by our experience in our own lives up to that point but the thing is for example both of us moved from one country to another because we both moved here in our 20s you know no you moved in your 20s i moved my early i was 13 i was pretty very pretty i was a barbie doll anyways so i moved here i came across really with it was the cultural differences and behavior and you know how certain words you know the actual meaning of it, but you don't know the cultural waiting or uh, yeah, relevance. Yeah, exactly. So, but slowly, because I could all of a sudden look back at the culture I came from and look from the outside on the culture I'm at now, I could pick a mix without the grabby germs from kids' hands in the mix. You know, pick and mix. Ugh. Now I'm seeing a pick and mix in my head with words. That's great, thanks. Yeah, with all this not that kids... Uh, that's why I don't tend to... I want it to be pre-packed. Anyways. Pick and mix pre-packed. So mix to your to your taste. No, what I say, I'll buy pre-packed uh, and then sweets mix them yourself. and then mix it myself rather than the ones that are not even wrapped and are opening those plastic containers that God knows when last they cleaned it, and everybody opens it, because I'm not going to buy it, I'm just going to take one. So I have all the germs and snot and 
nose teddy bears and you know nose teddy bears. Yeah, and uh, you know what is it? So I just, I just, I just need to ask a question because I'm being a devil's advocate now. I'm not. I'm just being really silly. What about when people say yes, but you become, you know, makes you stronger when you expose to other people's germs, you become more tolerant. I do agree. I do agree that you become stronger. However, I I don't want to take a jelly worm that a child that just picked his nose, wiped it on it, it would make it slightly salty. And I prefer my jelly worms to be on the sweet side. So it's a matter However, of taste. Yeah, and it really makes you... Or somebody that just scratched their ass. Just because I need to be exposed to germs and not everything needs to be hygienic doesn't mean I want to get somebody's skid marks in my mouth. So what I anyway. choose at a restaurant to eat, yeah, you would say I make the decisions the same way yes. as when I would buy a house. Are you the kind of person that sits in front of the menu and say, oh, I love this. Oh, but they have those chicken schnitzels. Oh, but I actually want to reduce meat. I love the vegetarian option. Oh, I don't know. What should I have? What should I have? And then you ask the waiter and you know what the waiter's answer is. Whatever needs to be cleared by today or else they will have to throw it to the bin. So I'm something like that person. But since the invention of the internet, I look at the menu in advance. I love looking in advance and anticipating it. How long is this poor waiter needs to sit and stare at this? It's a bloody ball of food. So so that's a waiter and and a meal, right? So when we're dealing with an estate agent, we should make them wait much, much, much longer. Of course, but you don't make the, the estate agent or the property owner wait. You don't make them wait because, you know, if you don't make a decision, somebody else will come and make an offer and you lost this property that was perfect location within your budget, doesn't need a lot of uh, work, meaning more expenditure, hey, good schools around it. If you have, you know, it ticks all the boxes mm. that you want. If you don't make a decision after the first viewing, you must say, I want to put in an offer. You can request another viewing. But you can't do a few weeks of viewing over and over without putting a decision because somebody will come along and put an offer before you and you are fucked. Have you ever been in a position where you put in an offer and it gets turned down? Oh, yeah. I know a few people... Not just on property, generally in life, at work, Okay, but somehow property seems from people much, much work. They build... They, they they put an offer in and then they start imagining what their life yeah, would be like life, in that house. Yeah, exactly. They can't help themselves. They can't, it's not like you can go, well, I'm not going to imagine until they've accepted my offer. And then when you get a no, it's like that whole fantasy. You've got to like mourn the fantasy. It's horrific. Uh, I don't mean in, in a way... I don't find it horrific because I think it's a natural thing and you, as you say, you mourn something that didn't happen and won't necessarily happen. If you actually live there, but yeah, you we have a thing with property, I think, which is you know, but decisions Western also yeah, capitalistic. De- but decisions yeah. is also things like: Do you make an aware decision to become friends with somebody? Do you make an aware decision to wear a certain style of clothes? Uh, clearly, not me. But oh yeah, because people. I'm really because, because oh yeah. Just... When I when I came here in my twenties and I was a Barbie, my style was also stunning. I always cared about fashion. It was always when did that cool. stop happening? I can tell you, I'm not fashionable because you probably look at something and say, "Oh, it's pink when it's peach." Yes, but that's because I might be the only woman I know who might be colorblind. Oh, okay. I I just 
to be honest with you, I don't know how to recognize peach. As a color, not as the fruit. The fruit I can point out. The fruit, it's furry, <laughs> it's furry and juicy, and and it's, it's. I don't eat it because of the fur. I I prefer the nectarine yeah. myself, but if there aren't any around, I will peel a peach and swear a lot because that skin's weird. Yeah, it's like licking somebody's hairy ass. It I, has the shape I, of an ass. That's I why. I don't know where to go here. I mean. Which brings me again, why would I want to eat a jelly worm with skid marks on it? No uh, one maybe would. Maybe I should start with licking no, a peach and then grabbing no it. No one would want to do process. that. I mean, there are people who probably would, but please God, they're not listening to our podcast. Because please it comes God, to... first of all, please who? What? Okay. What the fuck are we talking please about? Please, non-existent deity? Why don't you want them to li- I want them to listen, to realize how wrong their way oh are. okay and you think this little city or maybe not or maybe i just burst their bubble now and now they're going to be germophobes <laughs> sitting you know uh, i'll be honest with you guys don't give a shit about fashion about colors about anything and i don't also give too much shit about hygiene but all of a sudden an idea is dropping in my head and i can't that's it once you see you cannot unsee and this was the reason i talk about it about the pick and mix and sometimes i would be tempted to take it and maybe i put i put it already in my mouth there is no way even if i spit it out that it's already in and oh shit because i saw this woman with a toddler many many years ago before i even had kids and she didn't notice in the low containers and he was picking, picking their nose and then opening a container and just grabbing the things with their hands and closing. He didn't even take one. He was just like Playing between with scratching the ass, the nose, the thing, and then putting because it was hard, hard uh, sweets. So it, so made it wasn't the even worms. Yeah, it, it, no, but what I'm saying, it was a hard sweet, so he liked probably the, the noise sound and the texture. And, it was, and then they moved on. The mom didn't even notice that the child was doing this. And then this person came literally as they took two steps steps away. They never saw it and they were doing pick and mix, taking from those sweets. And this was the day I was like, oh. I'm a totally, like, all I can think about is that we're not going to have that Barbie doll picture now. And I had expectations of seeing pictures of you in your 20s dressed the up like a Barbie I doll. That, listen, no, no, I had a thing at once that I used to say about my, myself that it was about my boobs. I was talking about my boobs and I was saying how when I was younger, no matter what position I was in, lying on my back, on the side, you know, standing up, boobs, the nipples always point straight. And when you lie on your back, they point straight to the ceiling, very nice and form, uh, firm, sorry. And as I grew older, it's like, it looks like a cross-eyed twat. It just looks everywhere, each nipple on its own world kind of thing. And then I used to say, yeah, I missed the days. I had boobs like Barbie, straight under my shoulders, no nipples. So much, so much to say. So I, I've never thought about my boobs in that way at all. Okay. I didn't have you to would think. Have... I saw it. And how did I see it? I have full body length mirror in my in the bedroom. I came out of the shower. And I got dressed and I picked my bra in order to put my bra and it fell on the floor. So I bent down and all of a sudden, just doing this side look into the mirror, I saw what my boobs looked like when I bent down. And it did not look like that 10 years before. Okay, but I want to know 10 years ago that you know what they looked like side on, front on, whatever. Oh, yeah. 
So you with my boobs. I'm saying ten years, fifteen years ago, I wasn't going. Which way do they face? Uh, it doesn't have even occurred to me. Of course it does. What What do you mean? You put a, a t-shirt on, you see where your boobs are, how high they are, and they get lower and lower. And the thing is, I don't have big boobs. My boobs are considered to be on the smaller side, not tiny, yet small. And all of a sudden, they go lower and lower. What's just, the next I thing? I'm going to put a belt in order to support it because it's going to be by my waist. I have no idea. And it's okay. small. It's like the, empty the, sacks of water. I, 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 I don't see them Because I, I, I wrap them in a very good bra. Shouldn't we all? Yeah, but because they're small, I don't really need to somebody to measure me. I can slap anything and it holds it. Fine. There are people, I mean, I'm just thinking, having said that, shouldn't we all wear supportive bras? I don't actually think if you don't want to, you should. Everything is about if you want to or not, unless it's like, oh, I want to kill this person yeah, because I, they I, piss me off. But I'm talking about the bra. You should do it because or else you, you suffer. If I see a large boobed woman in the street wearing a very poor bra because it's visible through the day, I won't go to her and be the bra police. And I won't come and tell her, oh, you probably have such backaches. Are you okay? Why don't you go to John Lewis for a strange woman to put a measuring tape around your bust? You know, I won't do that. I'm grateful to hear I that. I said should. The whole time I said should. I don't say it. I didn't say they must. I said they should. So, so I've had a work experience where um, I had a colleague who was the bra police. Oh, wow. That, that was, yeah, I know, it was, it was quite fabulous. I was at work and uh, one of my colleagues decided to be, uh, more senior colleague, the bra police. Okay. And it wasn't 10 years ago, okay? Okay. Uh, and in retrospect, quite inappropriate, yeah. I realized. Uh, no, you, you, need to, well, you need to hype the puppies up, something like that, she said. I'm like, so what? We were having a conversation, suddenly this yeah. comes up, in front of other people. Why? Why do other women... Uh, they are not my friends. I'm talking about this relationship that you are not really friends. Tell me what I should or shouldn't. Do. What I mean, should I could be, explain it, be but a you bit should more know. Feminine. Yeah, you should be more feminine. I heard this. Now, when you talk about things that are inappropriate, someone has said to be. You, you said to you, you should be more feminine. Yeah. So I'm not sure if it's worse to be the bra police or, or being told you should be more oh, feminine. Oh yeah, no, your bra police. Now she lost. I mean, she is a bitch, but she lost. No, no. So, so tell me about being she told can, you. Should, yeah. No, I'm, I'm fascinated. Somebody actually... Sorry, in when? How long ago? Not too long ago. A few, okay. a few so, short so years. Oh, I want Not, to hear this. We don't, yeah. Please set the scene. I must, I must hear this. We, you know, we were sitting at the office. There was a discussion about some work-related thing that we needed to attend to. And oh, then wow. they were talking about what she would wear, what she would wear. You know, it was all this... And then they looked at me and I said, I don't know, I'll just open my wardrobe and decide spare of the moment what I'm going to wear. Which is fine. And then they told maybe you should consider wearing for a change something more feminine. How many people? Two. Maybe you should consider wearing something a bit more feminine. How, how did you contain yourself all in one place? Oh, I just said... As long as I have to sit while peeing, I'm very happy with my femininity as it is. I don't think clothes would make a difference. I think that was very kind of you. They weren't mean to me. They really thought they are uh, giving, giving you me helpful feedback. Not, not helpful feedback, more like, you know, 
trying to get me to improve or progress in my... The problem was that when they said it, I was already in my late 30s and very... I can pull off my, you know, open back uh, dress when I feel like it, but I don't... I wear what I feel like. But even if you couldn't pull it off, it's no I one else's business. Except to my wedding ceremony, which I bought a dress, especially, which was a blue mini dress I bought in New Look for 20 quid. Yay me. Usually I open my wardrobe and I make a decision just as I'm starting to get ready. Oh, I feel like wearing this. And I can wear something and look at it and say, nah, I don't like the way I look with it today. And just chair until I fall on something I can live with. Um, I don't, you know. I think I used to put a lot more effort in. I went through a stage where I didn't, and then I did for a long time. And I think after having a child, I've got a bit formulaic. Like, there are things that I wear together that I like, and I know what I'm going to wear, or for work. What I'm saying is I do exactly what you do now, because I know what's in my cupboard. Yeah. And I know what I'm going to... Covered? Is it covered in the uh, kitchen? No. Sorry, no. I don't I just, know. Because, because don't English know. is not my first language. Uh, I make this kind It's of mine, but I don't and actually understand the difference. Somebody once told me that a cupboard usually would, you would have food products or cutlery or <laughs> plates out of, and closet is where you take clothes. I would never use the word closet. I, I appreciate I what you're saying. I said wardrobe before. If you wardrobe, I, I, would, I would just use cu- cupboard. Is wh- cupboard is where things go, but probably wardrobe is better. But it's you don't lucky say that I they don't came out of the cupboard. I would. About somebody that came out. Oh no, you wouldn't have came, came out, out of the, the closet. closet. Yes, yes. But I mean I don't keep spaghetti in our bedroom. That would be interesting <laughs> if you did. Well, aren't you aren't you, you know, what is it called? Gathering things for Brexit? You should have, <laughs> you know, I mean I do have two packets of spaghetti, but it won't last all the way through Brexit. Oh fuck! With two boys and uh, and yeah. my husband and me, it's no. a week. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's a, a meal. A week. You're so generous. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I I don't use kilo and a half of spaghetti, spaghetti per meal. But I would I, I would understand if you did. Like boys are hungry and they oh, yeah. they like absorb food. I like wonder like if you walk away from the table and and you come back and nothing's there. Like did they chew it or did they just go ah and it just all went in. I have no idea because I went uh, away from the table, apparently. For some reason, you removed me from the situation. So you'd never leave the table if you just put the food down? If I leave the table, I put the food down and we are sitting inside. And then, for some reason, I leave the table before plating. Okay, that's unwise. I'm fucked. Then you have to dish up for yourself before you go get the salad dressing no, or whatever. No, what I do... First of all, I don't use salad dressing. Second... I'm uh, so sorry. You should be. Choose a condiment yeah. that you would go get. It's the, because my kids set the table, I make sure... And if it's not on the table because they forgot they have to go and fetch it, I'm not oh going my to God, fetch it. It's I, I don't job. put so much planning in, but I understand why you do. I don't plan. It's just if I sit down and I don't use ketchup, but I do use some kind of sauce. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, what is it called? Oh, fuck. Describe it. Wait, this is going to be cut out, but yeah... Uh, no, that's fun. Leave it in. What, what the quiet of me thinking the name of oh. the... No, no, describe it before you give me the name. I can it guess. It has uh, bits of onions and usually peppers. It's not chutney. No. Piccalilli. No. Uh, no, not piccalilli. Tomato uh, jam. No, no, not jam. Onion relish. 
relish. That is the word, relish. So yeah, it's their job. They set the table. So if I sit and my relish is not there, I'm telling them, excuse me, what about my relish? And they have to go and fetch it. So it's not a decision or it's like it was their job. Like, if we sit by the table and there is no food, they would look at me, it's like, can you please bring the... You were cooking. Or if my husband cooked, and we say, it's like, excuse me, go and bring the food. That right. So you dish... You had one job. <laughs> you di- Oh, I hate it when people say that. When you really hate you had one job. I so love it. you sit down at the table, and do you dish up, or do they... Yeah, I dish. Uh, the first round, I dish. And who do you go for? Who, who gets food first? For some reason, my older son, just because he's a cross, it's a, okay. it's more like a anti-clockwise. I go, okay. funnily enough, I go anti-clockwise. So it's not your husband; it's your son. Then you because it's not a matter of honor; it's a matter of, of yeah. Okay. Because we had a bit of an argument about him. He was boasting that he always gets first. That day he got last. Uh, well, because so, of that. Yeah. Uh, so basically, I dish up for everybody, mm-hmm. and then I dish up for myself, and then they would usually go for seconds and thirds and fifths and sixths, and I don't know what they're going for, and I'm eating my Right, so thing. when you've dished up for your first son, by the time you dish up for yourself, is he finished? Mm, depends, but usually no. He's still relatively fine. That's impressive. Yeah, I know. But he, nobody's allowed to go. First of all, I have the dishing spoon. So if somebody wants to go for seconds, good luck. Good luck trying with your fork, taking out from the main dish, you know, dishing it up to your plate, you know. Okay. So I'm the one that is dishing out the first round. After that, it's and, like and kill yourself over it. And, and do you have a second? Do you get to have a second helping? I don't always want a second helping. Okay. Right. But I, I I cook in very large quantities because of that. But although I upped the quantities, some <laughs> foods that I would really like to have leftovers for following day lunch boxes or for me to have lunch, no, empty, empty pot. And so do you have a main course and salads and stuff? Oh, no. I just plunk everything okay. on the table. Okay. And is there something that some ki- one of your kids doesn't like if you make it? What happens? They can fuck off and go to the kitchen and make those. So I I don't actually think that we make decisions the same way. At least I don't when it comes to food and when it comes to buying a house. I just don't like making big decisions. I just don't want to make them. Okay, the one thing. Okay, let me tell you this. So I have no I have no plan to make big decisions because I won't make them. It's like sometimes I'm I'm sick of deciding. You know, especially the. The Monday. I'm sick of deciding. I love it. Sick of deciding. I would call that. Uh, deciding fatigue. I get deciding fatigue, like exactly like you do. I uh, think the bin. Okay, I think the days we record is your bin day. We oh need to wow! Change the day. We really need to change. The you day. didn't know that. Usually it's much earlier in the morning, but it's uh, the second or third time yeah. that we are here and we are recording at the normal time, it's not at seven a.m. and the bins are. But why aren't we recording at seven a.m. or not? But why? Because seven a.m. is my staring into the abyss time. Okay, it is morning and people are going to go to school and work and. Yeah, do but things. they are big enough. It's not like I need to chase somebody with a self-cleaning dress. Self-cleaning humans. Mm. Yeah, so I wouldn't go as far. Teenage boys, it's a bit far-fetched to call them self-cleaning. Do you think you're? children shower every day one of them is is old enough uh, yeah he does mm-hmm. the other one is at the stage that sometimes i need to prom- but because i have the older one 
that I see the the you know the natural the yeah. circle of life <laughs> the circle of life the, so I'm not worried oh so you because know. you knew the, the the so you're saying that in your experience teenage boys go through a stage of not washing as regularly as they should and then they come into sort of washing regularly yeah you're not worried about the second one no. because the first one came round yeah so I have a friend who has a teenage son who she believes is eating body wash is it a boy or a girl it's a boy he's masturbating. He's having a blast. <laughs> Is that your theory? It's not my theory. It's a fact. I mean, I, I didn't look into the shower while he was there because... I don't want to get too detailed, but isn't that a bit drying? I mean, soap is drying. What are you I, talking about? I understand about? it's lubricant, yeah. but surely it's a bit I dry. Just, I, just, I just pretended to masturbate myself. <laughs> <laughs> with, yes. with, yeah. With, yes. There's so much one isn't going to say about that. Um... Okay, so your theory is it's, it's yeah. masturbation. Okay, I, I, it's not I must say I didn't think this of it. This is a fact. This is a fact. This child... It's not foaming wash. It's not foaming wash, it it's just matter. body wash. It doesn't matter, it's body wash with the water. It does have a bit of a foam, you know, not like a lather. And, and, and like wh- wh- where did you get this theory from? Because when I was growing up, I used to watch Hollywood movies about teenagers. What do you mean, when I got this? It's, it's a well-known fact. Have you ever spoken to a grown male and, like... About these? About what to do with... Have you watched stand-up? They fucking talk about their wanking style. I clearly all have the missed time. all the stand-up. All the stand-up. Never there was, like, a silly conversation around the the table with friends, I have friends, to say, I jokingly. watch more women stand up than I do men. Which is, I mean, which must yeah, limit my choice. But when you sit with friends and no, you get to the stage this of has stupid... never okay, come your up. friends are always prim and proper. No, about, they're not. But this has never come up. Pardon the pun. <laughs> if it never is, completely, I, I guess there would be more body wash. Uh, if it I never think your mother, your, your mother, your, my mother, your yeah. sons are gonna kill you for all of this conversation. I'm not talking about them. I'm talking about your friend's son, which you brought up. I did not talk about the sexuality of my kids because they are my kids, and I find it a bit weird. However, to talk about a teenager as an idea because it's a person I don't know, not the mother, not the son, but the idea of a teenage male, you know, a teenage boy a teenage whatever, even if it's a girl. But girls don't need this lubricant. <laughs> and if they are, oh, it's going to be a and problem. They don't need, did, she, did she find out that also the amount of toilet paper slash, slash <laughs> tis, tissues is being I, we, we, we never discussed that. When they start wanking, they need to grab it in something because unless they're careless, and then <laughs> do you find that you have this hard, slightly white stains on walls, ceilings, um, duvet covers, sheets and stuff. <laughs> it should go together. <laughs> we we never had a conversation about that. I'll be totally honest. Um, I'm not actually going to ask any more questions about that. It never even crossed my mind. I would just have to buy a soap bath. But, but so far, it also, you can fr- froth it. I don't, I don't, I'm not getting into the level of froth. But, but I imagine it lot, might last slightly longer. Depends on how active <laughs> they're. You know. Oh my God! This conversation's going somewhere I, I really didn't intend. I um, know, but you but you brought it up, so I I I answered, and I don't see I don't see why it's it's a problem talking. Why is it an embarrassment? I find it more embarrassing 
when a grown man or a woman say, I never wank. Would you engage with anybody, especially oh, no. a woman, who started a conversation like that? Oh, I never played with my lady part. I'm like, why are you bringing that? What, what, how did we get here? No, never mind. Let's say it was like... Part of organic. A you rolled into it. It was organic. <laughs> yeah. Organic. We rolled with it. How did we get here? Yeah, I, I, organically, I you know, and then she would say that I don't believe her. I, She's a fucking I would liar. Just, I wouldn't start a conversation about it. I'd say, do you want a cup of coffee? I would just change t- topics because it can't go anywhere good. No. If somebody comes up with this declaration, I would look at them and say... You're a fucking liar. Would you like some coffee? You know, <laughs> I would I, I don't think it could go anywhere good. So, I mean, I was out the other the day. Plane. I was out the other day somewhere at a... a if it's a porn yeah. film, you can tell, I can show you. You know, and then uh, it goes from there. So what was... So, hold on. We're going to actually have a section called If I Was a Porn... In a Porn... If I Was in a Porn Film, How Would I Respond? I can't even get it out of my mouth. If I Was in a Porn Film... How would I respond? No, we're not having a segment like that. So the other day I was at a, a screening of something, parenting related. It was it was very interesting. There was a panel discussion afterwards, and I went up to afterwards, and the conversation continued for a little while. But I ended the conversation at these words. Her words were, "I'm right. Everybody else is wrong." She and can't be because I'm right and everybody well, else is wrong. This I didn't want to tell. I didn't want to tell her that, but. In a serious note, um, she wants to continue chatting, and I felt that that statement was sort of a conversation ender. I felt at that point that that was... Yet what I found really interesting is she still wanted to engage with me, and I'm like thinking, what but more was you there see, to say? She's trying to engage with you. What is your response? You just walk, and she's walking behind you trying to talk? No, I'm, I've got to go now. Oh, but I, I'm more cold than anybody. I mean, that was, I did genuinely need to go. But I was like, but what if you didn't, let's do hypothetical. Uh, what if you didn't have to go? You I need to go to the to toilet. Anything. But then you go out, she's still there, picking it up. I'm when now going to mingle. Pistol. I'm going to go mingle. Often, oh, there is somebody that, I, oh, I, I, I really wanted to speak to this person. Then you go and they don't even know you. You don't know. I, I don't Hello. do that. I don't do that. And I'm never so clear about ending a conversation. To be honest with you, I can't tell you things that will kill a conversation. But I now know that one will. Yeah. That, that one will do me in. And she was a nice lady. She seemed no, a she's nice lady. Nice. She's more unlocked within her own head, uh, taking uh, this path of, I'm the only one that knows about parenting, and the way I parent my children applies to everybody because everybody else is uh, raising up dysfunctional monsters except me. This is what she's saying. So, we're going to end the episode with, if you were in a porn film, how would you react if someone said, I'm right? You're wrong. I would tell them that what they thought was an orgasm is not. Let me show you how it's done and bring you to peaks of pleasure. And then they would probably come all over my face because this is how porn is so, done. So, we're going to end the episode with that. I, I see. Well, I mean, we are women on the edge of attainment. And why not? You have been listening to the Women on the Edge of Attainment podcast with me, Lorne Bowman, and me, Osnat Krupnik-Maas. If you enjoyed it, subscribe, like, and share with as many people as possible. If you disliked it, share it with as many people as possible, so they can suffer too, the bastards. 
Follow us on Twitter at WTEAPod or on our Facebook page. You can also email us on WTEAPod at gmail.com or stalk us individually on Twitter at B underscore Lawn and Mouse Life. Music by Audionautics.com. <laughs>